Welcome to the autumn edition of Inside Out, the podcast for outdoor lovers, brought to you by Countryside Mobility, a charity initiative working to make beauty spots more accessible. My name's Neil Warren, and I hope, like me, you've been enjoying getting outdoors during the summer. But in many ways, autumn can be unrivaled. One example is exploring our woodlands and forests, enjoying their changing colours at this time of year. And so that provides the focus for this episode as we visit three beautiful locations in Cornwall, Worcestershire and the North of Wales. So put on your boots and join me for another episode of Inside Out. Countryside Mobility is an initiative that works with outdoor attractions to provide all-terrain mobility scooters known as trampers for hire. We've currently got around 50 different beauty spots where we've teamed up to provide this offer, focused on the southwest of England. That is, until now. One of our most recent partner sites is Coy de Brennan in North Wales. I was recently there doing the final preparations for Tramper Hire to commence, and while there I spoke to Graeme Stringer from Natural Resources Wales. I started by asking him to describe our location. Yeah, we're in uh, Coiderbrennan Forest Park in uh, southern Snedonia, um, just up the road from a small town called Dolgethlai. It was designated as a forest park back in the 1990s and the site was redeveloped in 2005-2006 where we made the facilities which we have on offer here um, accessible to a wider range of users because traditionally it was a mountain bike centre. But now we have a large network of footpaths from rough mountain trails to accessible trails to um, viewpoints. There's orienteering routes, running routes. We developed a lot of things over the years and there's a fully accessible cafe, uh, car park, toilets and showers as well. Fantastic. So it really is a, a full day out. And um, I know one of the most recent things you've done is been trying to look at how you can make it more accessible for people who maybe uh, struggle with mobility or, or with walking for a medical condition. Um, do you want to say a little bit about how that came about and, and what, what you've been working towards over the last couple of years? Yeah, um, back in 2006, we created a couple of accessible trails uh, to field fair trust specifications. But because we're in a mountainous area of the National Park, even these trails are at the extreme limits of, of um, what they, uh, of the specifications. So not everybody can find them usable. So we've always wondered how we could improve upon this. And it must have been about four years ago, I went on a visit, a safety group course down in Devon and uh, met Neil from Countryside Mobility, discovered Trampers and uh, set up a meeting with him and it's taken us this time to develop these two waymarked routes. Yeah, it's been great to work with you. It has taken a little bit longer than we expected, hasn't it, for a, a whole variety of reasons, including COVID, but today's a very special day. Do you want to uh, talk about where we're up to now? I think we're just about ready to start hiring, aren't we? Um, we've waymarked uh, two tramper trails, uh, both starting and finishing from the visitor centre. Um, we've got a leaflet to support those. There's a site on the on the National Re- uh, Natural Resources Wales website, and we've got panels. And we have our own tramper, and we've worked in partnership with Countryside Mobility to um, set this project up to hire out the tramper for users. And we're currently walking along one of the routes, aren't we? Uh, what can people expect to to see and and experience as they come along this one? 
You know, the two routes are slightly different. We're on the Avon Eden Trail now, and that drops from the visitor centre down to the riverside picnic site. And the idea was to open this up to more users with mobility problems because it's very much a family-oriented trail. So there's an animal puzzle trail on it for children to do. Um, and there's an audio trail which tells you about the history of the area which can be downloaded from the website. So it takes you to one of the hooks in the forest which is the um, site of um, special area for conservation down by the, down by the River Redden. Lovely. It's, it's such a tranquil scene when you when we get down there. I think it's uh, just a few minutes away. Um, but you, you've got another trail here as well, haven't you? And plans for others potentially in the future. Yeah, the other trail also starts from the visitor centre, so you can do that by it's either trail by itself or you can do both in a figure of figure of eight loop, and it's about two miles in total, one mile each for the trails. And the Kevin Dather Trail climbs up the hillside from the visitor centre to a viewpoint looking over the forest out towards some of the mountains um, in southern Snowdonia, including a garden. Yeah, because I think sometimes this is an area of Snow- Snowdonia that sometimes gets overlooked, doesn't it? I mean, people naturally gravita- gravitate towards the north of, of Snowdonia. Do you want to tell us a bit about what makes this part of Snowdonia so special? Well, A, at the moment it's quieter than the north, a lot quieter, um, which just gives it a more tranquil appeal. Um, heavily forested, so it is quite beautiful. And when you do get up to a bit of elevation, you've got uh, lovely views back to north towards Snowdon itself. Fantastic. And you cover more than just this one particular site, don't you, Graham? You cover a, a kind of quite wide patch. What, what makes the area so special for you uh, and what, what what do you enjoy most about your role it's the variety of sites we've got so from a mountainous site in Coida Brennan we've also got Gwida Forest Park um, around Betis Akoid um, as you head further north into Snedonia and then we've got um, the Newbra uh, National Nature Reserve and Forest out on Anglesey um, which is a which is a forest which abuts straight onto a beach I mean, that's a much busier site that's really running at capacity already, which is why we're tending to do these sort of developments down here in the south to try and attract more visitors um, down into this area. And so for a visitor coming to Snowdonia, what would your top tip be really in terms of getting the most out of their visit? Plan in advance, work out what it is, what you want to do. Um, And obviously with the COVID issues we've had, uh, accommodation booking is a premium so plan your visit well in advance but it when you get here it's such a special place you can see why so many people are attracted to it and so we're really delighted to be partnering with Coy de Brennan I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic site for people to experience the tramper for them to be able to experience um, really what makes Snowdonia such a special place as you can hear I'm slightly out of breath going up the slope so I could probably do with tramper now um, but thank you very much Graham. we're looking forward to working with you and for many people to enjoy the experience here. Thank you, Liam. Well, I have to say, it was really difficult to leave Coy de Brennan. I didn't want to get back in the train and come home. It's such a beautiful place, and the weather on that morning was sunny and warm, just the perfect September day. 
I'd highly recommend a visit and as with all our locations you'll find an introduction and details of how to hire a tramper on our website countrysidemobility.org. Alternatively you could go on our social media, we are on Facebook and on Twitter, just search for Countryside Mobility and you'll find videos that give you a flavour of what's on offer. Moving back across the border to England our next port of call is Wireforest. Sadly I wasn't able to record an interview while I was there in the summer but I recently caught up with this new partner location online. Okay, well, I'm very pleased to be uh, joined today by Emily Brooks, who is, as I understand it, the Visitor Services Officer. Is that right, Emily? That's correct, yes. Now, you are based at Wire Forest. Now, that can be a little bit confusing because I know it's the name of a district, but it's also the name of the, the kind of higher location that we're working with. So... Do you want to explain, I guess, first of all, whereabouts is, is Wire Forest? So we are based in Worcestershire, um, very close to Kidderminster and Bewdley. Um, specifically, we're off an area um, off the road called the A456. Um, so we are kind of smack bang in the Midlands, really. So we're lucky enough to have a lot of greenery um, around this area. Um, and our site specifically um, is one of the largest uh, ancient woodlands in Britain. Um, and we're a pretty fair size as well. Yeah, I was going to say, there's quite a lot of history, isn't there, to, to the forest, as I understand it? There is, yes. Um, like I say, for over kind of hundreds of years, uh, we've been unique in terms of our geology, geography, uh, and the way we use our land as well. Um, and, you know, we've got a huge variety of habitats that are in very close proximity to each other as well. Um, so, you know, we've got a mixture of sunny glades and rides, then meadows, then heathlands, wetlands, ponds, streams. We've literally got a bit of everything here. And I think that's what makes it so popular. Well, that's going to be my next question. What, what, what is it that attracts people to come and visit? I mean, is it a mixture of local people coming regularly and people coming from further afield? We do get a little bit of everything. I mean, we're so lucky that um, in the Worcestershire area, we've also got a lot of attractions around us. You know, we've got West Midland Safari Park down the road and we've got, you know, a historic market town of Bewdley. So people come to see those sites and then happen to, you know, happen across us, uh, happen across us as well. Um, so we do get, of course, the local dog walkers, um, but we're lucky enough that we can have pretty much everything and anything on site. You can come on foot, on your bike, with your horse, in your wheelchair, the whole family can come, you can come on your own. Um, so it really, we do get a huge variety of people come to see us from all walks of life and from all over the country. That's fantastic. I mean, it's great that we've been able to link up with you because um, particularly the, the last time I came when we were just about to start the tram hire, you know, I could see how popular it was, The whole that whole mixture of different people who, who come to Wire Forest. Now, uh, Obviously, the, 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 as I said earlier on, uh, the, the kind of local authorities named Wireforest, I think probably the first first uh, Tramper partner site that we've had that is also the name of a whole district as well. But you don't cover quite that, that size of area. Um, but there are extensive walks and cycle rides, aren't there? There are, yes. We've got a huge variety of trails, really. And we've got, of course, a lot of wild trails as well that people have decided to make by themselves, which we don't mind. They get to explore the places they want to explore. But yes, you can come on your mountain bike or you can, you know, bring the family. If you've got a baby in a pushchair, you can bring, you know, if you've got someone in a wheelchair, that there are trails for everything. And some are accessible, uh, some aren't. Uh, but we are working very hard to make sure that, that the forest is as accessible as possible for everybody now. That's great. And obviously the latest development in, in that is, is working with ourselves. I think you've had a, a, a tramper, which is an all-terrain mobility scooter, uh, for a few years, but it's great to, to kind of uh, partner together and to really get that as known and used as possible. So do you want to tell me a little bit about uh, what the tramper is able to provide people access to? 
I think there's a number of different routes, aren't there? Yes, there are. Um, so we're lucky enough to have um, at least three standard routes that are pretty much accessible to everybody anyway. Um, but the most popular one is our yellow route. Um, and this is where we tend to have a lot of our um, trails based for children and family um, visitors. So at the moment, we've got our Gruffalo trail on. So you can go meet the Gruffalo and the Gruffalo's child. But that's also um, commonly our most accessible route. Um, it's not very hilly. Um, it's all paved. Um, and it's nice and flat and it's a very gentle walk around if you just want to come and hang out with the family and have a nice picnic. Um, but then we've also got our um, red and green routes. Um, the green one is quite popular uh, for people who uh, like to see a nice big tree. Um, <laughs> the Valley of the Giants um, for the reason we've got lots of beautiful Douglas firs around there and a very pretty stream running through it as well. Um, and again, that's also accessible. Most of it is hard surface, um, but with our tramper particularly, it's just it's opened up a whole new world for people that might have had to, you know, sit on the sidelines and watch their family go off and explore. Whereas now they can get stuck in and get involved themselves. And the same goes for our red route as well. That does tend to get quite muddy in the winter. Um, but again, with the tramper, it's not going to be a problem. Um, and of course, it goes through our, our beautiful arboretum on that route as well. So. I was just going about to mention the arboretum because that's a that's a little hidden gem in the middle, isn't it? It is. A lot of people don't know it's there. And to be perfectly honest, I've lived here for a long time and I didn't know it was there <laughs> until I stumbled across it on one of my walks so it really is a hidden gem and it's absolutely beautiful in any season it doesn't matter when you go because obviously the scenery keeps changing throughout the year and it's beautiful every single time I was going to say we're in autumn now and so I just wondered if you could give us a little bit of insight as to what makes the forest a particularly attractive place to visit at this time of year well, of course, the colours are starting to come through beautifully now. We've gone from this beautiful lush green to a real mixture of yellows and oranges. It's a photographer's dream at the moment. Um, we have seen quite a few people come out with their cameras because, of course, we're getting lots of wildlife pop out as well. Um, a huge array of birds. Um, if anyone's a fungi enthusiast, we've got loads of lovely mushrooms popping up as well. Um, so it's just that the forest completely changes in autumn and you get a completely different look. Um, and then obviously it'll change completely again in winter and suddenly areas open up that were, uh, you know, very dense before. So the viewpoint changes all the time and it's just starting to tip now. And uh, it's it's just makes it so much more beautiful. And I think at the end of uh, someone's visit or at the start, I guess, uh, you've got other facilities, haven't you, as well for people to enjoy? Yes, we have. So we've got various partners on site. Uh, we've got Go Ape here. If anyone's a bit of an adrenaline junkie, you can come and hang out <laughs> in the trees for a while. And um, we uh, they also run um, a cafe on site too. So you can come and get yourself a nice bacon sandwich before your walk in the morning. Um, of course, we've got our toilets and um, all accessible toilets as well. And um, we do also have Beaudley Outdoors here who offer a cycle hire. So if you do want to come and enjoy our mountain bike routes, but you haven't got a bike of your own, you can come and hire one um, from Beaudley Outdoors. And he's got a huge array of bikes as well. Um, and little trailers for little people to go on the back too and he's also got some electric bikes perhaps if um, a cycle might be a bit of a push he's got some uh, motorized ones as well so again he's just accessible as us it's great we're one big team fantastic well i think you've given us a really good insight as to why we should be coming to visit you i'm i'm now wishing i was coming to you today <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great great place to visit and uh, i guess the final thing is really to ask you emily what what i mean you're fairly new to your role but what are you most looking forward to I mean, for me, one of the main reasons that I've always been in love with this forest and what I continue to look forward to is the fact that 
I'm surrounded by nature all the time. So if I'm having a particularly stressful day or I've had a rough week, I can go and walk in the forest. And in terms of mental well-being, it's just the best place to be. Um, you know, and I, I tell that to everybody. If you're having a rough time, just come and have a stroll in the forest and you'll find you have a completely different outlook, you know, by the end of your 20-minute walk. Um, so I feel incredibly lucky to have that on my doorstep. And I'm even I'm in my office right now and I'm staring out into lush woodland and, you know, not many people get that opportunity. So I just feel incredibly privileged uh, and I can't wait to see what the rest of the year unfolds for me within the team. Oh, that, that's great. So I'm, I'm, I'm very jealous. <laughs> I'm looking at a wall. <laughs> so, uh, well, thank you so much for your time, Emily. And I think you've given us all a really good flavour for what Y Forest offers. And, and um, I would encourage anyone who gets the chance to, to, to go and visit. So thank you very much, Emily. You're very welcome. I can't wait to see how many people get to use the tramper and explore our forests. Great. Well, I'm pleased to say that we've got a special promotion for this October half term. Between Monday the 25th and Sunday the 31st of October, you'll be able to receive a two-week taster membership free of charge when you hire a tramper for the first time at Wire Forest. That means that not only will you be able to use the tramper there at Wire Forest, but you'll also have another two weeks to access trampers across all of our other partner locations. Do bear in mind, though, that like most of our higher locations, there's just the one tramper, so early booking is recommended to avoid disappointment. Email wire, that's W-Y-R-E, wire at forestryengland.uk or call 0300 067 4935. Now, our final forest, or is it a wood? We'll, we'll find out in the interview, is Cardenham Woods in Cornwall. This is our most recent high location, and we've already had some lovely stories from the first users of the Tramper Hire there. Uh, Cornwall's been in the news quite a lot over the last summer um, because of its crowds and the popularity really over the summer. Um, I think almost every day we saw something news, but where I am today is somewhere where I think certainly you could escape the crowds. Not to say it's not popular, there's, there's plenty of people who come here, but it's an easy place to lose yourself in the best possible way. So I'm here in Cardenham Woods and I'm with the recreation ranger, uh, Chris, who's going to just provide us with a little introduction to what's on offer here. So Chris, um, how would you describe Cardenham Woods? What is it that makes people come here? What's the appeal? Well, yeah, Cardenham Woods is a, it's a beautiful wooded Cornish valley, um, very steep-sided, beautiful river running through the middle of it, a very mixed woodland, lots of conifer trees, but also lots of native um, oak plantations as well. Uh, and it's just an absolutely beautiful woodland throughout all different seasons. Yeah, and you talk about the different seasons. We're just coming into uh, the start of autumn now, so we can just start to see a little bit of colour here. Do you want to sort of describe what, how things do change through the seasons here? Uh, yeah, so uh, obviously conifer trees are always green, so that's always good. Uh, so we've always got a bit of greenery around. Uh, but actually in the bottom of the valley, like I say, it's an oak woodland with a lot of beech, a lot of sycamore. And now we're into September, moving into October, it's soon going to start turning to the really golden coppery colours of the normal uh, leaf uh, change colour of the seasons before they drop all their leaves. Um, and it's just an absolutely beautiful time of year. And sort of winter, springtime, what, what, what's the attraction at those times of year? So in winter, even though the, um, the, co the conifers are still green, the broad leaves have lost all their leaves, you can actually see a lot more of the woodland uh, in, in the wintertime because 
you can see through the canopy and you can see the archaeological features that are in the woodlands like old charcoal halves like um, we've got an, 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 a, a silver mine within the woodland as well so you can see all of that a lot easier but you can just see the contours of the the whole valleys uh, and it's just it just brings the place to life with it being uh, that more open um, but also when you get the frosts as well uh, a frosty morning uh, I just wouldn't want to be anywhere else it is beautiful down here that's great and um, I, I don't think we've mentioned whereabouts in Cornwall we are it's um we're not far from Bodmin, but I don't know if that gives it justice as to kind of... I think people think of Bodmin, they'll think of Bodmin Moor. And we're, we're not far from Bodmin Moor, but it's quite a different location, isn't it? Yeah, so um, we're, we're really in a really good lo- location. We're sandwiched between the two major trunk rows into Cornwall. So we've got the A38 and the A30. Um, and you're right, we're right down in the middle of that, but in a valley. And the, But the woodland will lead you up onto the Bodmin Moor. Um, if you carried on walking away from our walking trails. Um, so you, it's just one of these idyllic, um, mysterious places with the, the lovely rivers running through. It's actually a salmon river as well, so salmon run up through the river in the wintertime. People often think of Cornwall, and they, they, especially over the last summer, as I said, they've thought of crowds, but there are real corners of Cornwall like this where you can really escape from the crowds. Um, you, get, you do get a lot of people, but I guess the advantage of being in the woodland or forest is that, you know, that, that they can absorb the numbers and you can find yourself in that tranquility and peace quite easily. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it has been really, really busy in Cornwall this year, but we've actually found it to be very manageable here on site because although the car park can look really busy at times, as soon as you leave the car park and go for a walk into the woods, uh, we've got four different uh, trails that you can walk on. Um, we've also got mountain bike trails as well and people just go off and do their own thing um, and you can actually go into the woods and not see another soul even though the car park is absolutely heaving with people um, that's a beautiful part of this place and I, I can see we've been walking for a few minutes now and uh, seen quite a lot of dogs I think it's quite popular dog walkers is it uh, very popular dog walkers um, yeah you will have the uh, the dog walkers who come here every single day um, without fail rain or shine uh you'll have you also have the people that are down on holiday and like a forestry england woodland uh, they know oh it's a place that we can go and we can actually be safe and walk our dogs around and this is my opportunity actually um it's a stupid question but i'm always intrigued what is the difference between a wood and a forest (laughs) now you're asking um this is cardinum woods isn't it it's cardinum woods um and some people have different takes on it um if it's a conifer plantation mm-hmm. normally they're called more of a forest okay. uh, if it's more of a native ancient woodland that's when you have it more of a as a woodland and you're a mixture here <laughs> and we're a mixture so we are cardinum woods um uh, so we do we do call it cardinum woods well there you have it i did learn something during my visit to cardinum woods and i hope you'll be following in my footsteps this autumn As I said, do look at our website or YouTube channel for inspiration. As well as these three new locations, there are all sorts of popular places that you can go to, such as Horden Forest, Batsford Arboretum, Trieber Gardens and Thorncombe Woods. They all are fantastic places to go in the autumn. Wherever you do choose to visit, have a lovely time and do join us again for our next episode of Inside Out. Don't forget in the meantime to rate or review us and do spread the word. Well, until next time, stay safe and keep exploring.